Hello, everyone. I'm Eraldo Meglara, and welcome to another podcast episode of A Fit Life on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? 2022 has come and gone, and from my own personal view, it could not have left us any faster. As you may be aware or not, 2022 personally for me was one of the most challenging and difficult years in my life. On February 18 of 2022, after contracting the COVID virus, my body began to deteriorate rapidly. I was experiencing symptoms of fatigue, muscular joint and pain and headaches and many other symptoms like so many people out there. Several doctor visits and hospital stays and a barrage of tests and, and medicines all revealed inconclusive findings, unfortunately. Then I met a pulmonologist who used to work at one of the top hospitals here in New Jersey, and he recognized exactly what was happening to me. My immune system was basically shutting down and it was fighting off not one not two, but three viruses all at once. In other words, it was fighting off COVID, mono, and Lyme. So he urgently recommended I see an immunologist right away to refuel and re-energize my body so that it had what it needed to fight off this battle. In other words, that was the only solution that um, he saw. And six months later, I'm happy to announce that I am almost back to normal, about 90, 95%. Still have a few minor uh, issues going on, but overall I am doing much better and I could not be more thankful. Uh, and the person who is responsible for my recovery is on my show today. And her name is Dr. Avi Patel. Now, Dr. Avi Patel, has more than 15 years of experience as a role as chief functional wellness provider at the Wellness. Uh, her offices are in Matawan, New Jersey, and on East 41st Street in New York City, New York. Uh, Dr. Avani provides both wellness care and advanced care for autoimmune disease, chronic fatigue, chronic pain, and other problems. So therefore, Without further ado, please help me welcome to it Fit Life, my savior, and best of all, my friend, Dr. Avi Patel. Hi, Avi. How are you? Hi, Araldo. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Oh, my God. I'm so happy that we finally got our, um, our schedules to meet up and finally able to have you on the show because, first of all and foremost, I want to say you are my savior. You're, you have helped me. It tremendously, and I would not be here if it wasn't for you. So I want to state that clearly up to all of our listeners. So you are by far the one of the best doctors I've ever ever met, and I owe it all to you. And, and my family is also very grateful. Well, I'm very humbled, but a lot of it has to do with you following the program that's set forth by myself. So <laughs> I'm part of the equation, but doing the work is really where the key is and where progress comes. All right. So before we get into our questions here, I do want to ask you our first question. So for our, for our listeners, I want you to tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got into your practice. 
Well, um, you know, it, the journey started when I was in my undergraduate program and I was doing my clinical rotations and I realized that there's just something missing in this whole conventional approach. You know, it's all well and good to go through the motions and to learn, you know, anatomy, physiology, some of the basics and et cetera. But as I was doing my rotations and I'm seeing live people, what I was what I was getting at was I was very confused. There was such a disconnect between the clinical part, what the patient's feeling and the outcomes. And and I can't, I couldn't help but think to myself, there's got to be another approach than just pounding medicine for medicine after a medicine to mask yet another problem. And I just felt like, I don't know if anyone's really doing a deep dive into these people and really getting to the root cause of the problem. And of course, at that time, I was naive and I followed the conventional approach. I finished my undergraduate studies and you know, here I am today. And in hindsight, my thought led me to believe that because there was something more, I wanted to explore alternative options. And so I started looking for jobs, not in the conventional medical system, and more so in alternative practices where they did things kind of out of the box. And even at that time, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And um, I was very, very fortunate to be at the right place at the right time. And exactly what I was thinking in my mind came to fruition. And I realized there's a different part of medicine that we don't learn in um, conventional schooling. And I was opened to the idea of an integrative and functional medicine approach. Now, what is that? That is where we deep dive into root cause problem and really look at the patient as a whole and not just hyper-focus on a very specific subset of symptoms that they may come in with. Um, you know, along with other diagnoses that they may or may not have, we're looking at the whole picture and holistically, as in like the whole body treating them, not just from a holistic um, alternative approach. So, um, you know, my training really, really came about where I started to get training under the functional medicine umbrella. And I realized that there was more to medicine. And as I advanced my studies now postgraduate, as a practicing nurse, I can now say, that I can truly help people heal. Yeah, I totally agree with you. So was this something you always wanted to do? Was there something else that you aspired to when you were little? Actually, I always wanted to become a conventional doctor. And okay. then that didn't pan out. And, um, you know, as I was waiting to maybe go into medical school, et cetera, undergraduate, I, I realized that the nursing approach was better for me because I had a skill set where I was able to connect to people. And I think that is where we truly find breakthrough in medicine. You have to understand the person and where they're coming from and not just listen or read on a piece of paper what their symptoms are, because there's always more to the story than just the black and white writing that's on these forms that we have, you know? And um, I, I think that having that approach helps me be able to really get to helping people find progress. And I'm glad that I went through the nursing approach and now it's a deviated way of um, becoming a practicing clinician um, and while I'm not an MD, I still feel like I am truly making a difference in people's lives as a practicing nurse. And to me, it's good enough because at the end of the day, the results is what matters. Getting patients their progress is what matters. And I'm just as satisfied with that today as I was, you know, in high school thinking I want to become this great physician one day. Mm. Has anyone in your family ever been involved with anything to do with medicine at all? Actually, my father, um, he was a nuclear medicine technologist, and so cardiology was a big part of um, 
you know, growing up, I have a lot of doctors in my family and, you know, I am Indian. So there's lots of physicians <laughs> in, in, in my, uh, in my family. Um, so I was very much exposed to it younger. Um, however, it was a very conventional approach. And um, because I have the Indian background and Ayurvedic medicine is a big part of my culture, I knew there was a different way of thinking. I knew there was Eastern medicine, whether it's um, Indian and Ayurvedic medicine or whether it's Chinese medicine. I feel like for years, we've had traditional routes where they were really trying to get to the root of the problem and solve disease, where the Western approach has been, okay, well, let's treat the symptom and not the full disease. And I realized that we need to go back to the basics. Why are we trying to go so far ahead of ourselves um and so i decided that there's got to be somewhere there's a middle ground and so here i am you know trying to do my best finding that middle ground and using this approach as my way of um, getting patients what they truly deserve which is to solve their whole body and heal themselves so would you quantify your father as a mentor definitely he was a mentor um but I have to say, um, the late Dr. Richard Ash, he was a pioneer in functional medicine um, back in the 80s when I know a lot of people and a lot of your listeners may even know of him, Dr. Atkins, um, when he came out with the Atkins diet and mm -hmm. like, you know, really teaching people insulin sensitivity and how to lose weight and control your blood sugar. That's a big part of longevity. And Dr. Ash, along with Dr. Atkins, they were actually very good friends. Um, started this whole movement on trying to teach people lifestyle change. And when I was lucky enough um, back in 2009 to join the Ash Center um, and to join such a different like thought um, of how to approach disease, I was very lucky to be trained by somebody who looked outside the box, who dug deeper. And, you know, when people thought that he was crazy looking into all these other tests and, you know, while people are like, well, you don't need to go into all of that, but you do. You do need to see all of it. If you only see part of the picture, you're only solving part of the problem. Mm -hmm. And having been trained under him and having that influence along with my father's mentorship and, you know, what he brought to the table and seeing some of the other um, internal medicine doctors, cardiology doctors that I was working with, those principles are very foundational and very, very important. But having this adjunct approach to these foundations are very, very crucial in helping people elevate their lifestyle to being surviving, to becoming thriving mm. and becoming optimal. And that's where I feel like I fit in best Yeah, to help connect those dots. Of course. So what is your take on today's current medical profession then? Let me... Because I, you know, some people, they, that's all they know. They don't know very much about it, but you have an inside view of it. So I want to share that with our, our listeners, if you could. Well, um, you know, look, the conventional medical system fails us in many ways. However, there's so many ways in which it's really, really helpful. So let me start by the positives. Mm -hmm. The positives, there's a time and a place for conventional treatments, you know, antibiotics and medications when they're warranted. Where I see the disconnect is they don't go beyond that scope. So, you know, say for example, somebody has heart disease and yes, they are overweight and they have high blood pressure. Their cholesterol might be good, but yet they're thrown on a statin. So my view with the conventional approach is, well, why are we prophylactically giving people medications? Why are we not teaching them lifestyle change? And I think that where the conventional medical system flaws us is they don't teach us enough about nutrition. They don't teach us enough about lifestyle, meaning movement, meaning breathing, 
um, meaning how we eat on a day-to-day basis and stress management, all of that. And, you know, if they had that piece incorporated with what they do offer, I think that we would have a lot more longevity and quality of life, not just quantity of life. And I feel like, you know, the conventional medical system, while we have great technology in terms of diagnostic tools and et cetera, there's this missing link. And I wish that um, insurance companies found it useful to truly offer preventative care, not just a screening, you know, two panel test says, oh, well, everything is okay, but why don't we dig up just a little bit deeper, add another two panels to that, and we can get a lot more information and be able to truly help people and maybe pro- like, you know, prevent disease from becoming a full blown thing and exasperating to the point where it's so hard to turn back and we have to you know, go at it hard. So really getting to the preventative stage, it would be really nice to see the uh, conventional medical system kind of open open um, doors to helping people change in a lifestyle perspective. I think it would be really nice. However, what we do have in place, we're in a place like the United States of America where we have access to technology. We have access to testing. Um, we're very lucky to be able to have that because it does help us from a diagnostic perspective, at least get started on the journey. So you know, we have some good things, we have some bad things. I just wish there was a little bit more integration where, you know, I think more and more it's starting to become more prevalent um, and people are starting to go and understand that there's more to the problem than the superficial symptom. Um, So I hope that one day we get to become a society where we're truly being proactive, not reactive. Do you think, and this just came to my head, this question here, do you think Big Pharma has anything to do with this? Um, Um... you think politics also play a part in this too, right? 100%. I do think that the politics and big pharma have a lot to do with this. And I'm sure there's people probably snickering at me hearing me say this. Listen, at the end of the day, it all comes down to money. And unfortunately, you know, politics, the lobbyists and big pharma, they all have deep, big pockets. And unfortunately, the pharmaceutical industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. And Without that running behind the insurance and the hospitals and the whole nine yards, um, the wheel just doesn't turn when it comes to our conventional medical society, as I would say, as a whole. Um, Is there anything wrong with it? No, because there's there's a place and a need for drugs. But I, I really wish that people were not reliant on just that part. And we didn't have these people pushing only these things. Because at the end of the day, it all resorts back to money and it doesn't resort back to what's best for the patient. Um, So, yes, I do have a feeling that that has a big part to do with it. And that's why we're missing this key component. But at the end of the day, I think that we as people who know better should be able to say, hey, I got to wake up and smell the coffee and try to cut myself out of the vicious cycle of things. Mm, Right. Um, So, yes. (laughs) There is a component of that, which is really a struggle, which is why I think that the functional approach is really not as prevalent as I think it should be and could be. And I think many physicians do try to do it. But when they're capitated at seeing people, you know, 10 minutes a visit, how much can you really get, you know, into a person's real true cause? Because if they're not, your internist is not seeing 60 patients a day, he's not cutting it. The internist is not going to pay him enough. And then at the end of the day, he's looking for quick fixes because he needs to churn through the rest of the 50 people for that day, you know, mm-hmm. um, which is really sad. And I feel bad because there are internists that really want to help. Are, their hands are just tied. And that's a really, really 
poor place to be in. And in that sense, going back to the question you asked me before, I'm actually almost glad that I'm not a regular MD that has to fall under that. And I'm glad I'm open to a new approach. And while it's harder and fighting the grain, um, and you know, some of it is out of pocket, I feel like I can go to sleep at night and know I have done my very best for each and every person being able to give them an hour of my time looking into their problems and really creating a program that works for that individual's needs. So that leads me to my next question. What do you enjoy most about your work then? Uh, well, I mean, it's really just that. I just, I love when I hear the progress because it makes me feel so good to be able to really help people. And that's where the nursing aspect really gets in. Like, you know, I, I feel like I'm naturally a healer or somebody who can connect to people. And when you make that connection to a patient, you know, they really become almost like a friend. And to me, it's so important when I invest, you know, the time to go through this and they follow the protocol and they come out and like someone like you, they're like, Javi, wow. Like, I can't believe I feel this much different, you know? it, And it's kind of nice because I usually get the skepticism first. They're like, okay, well, what is she going to do that I haven't already done? And they give me enough trust after connecting with me to follow through with the few recommendations that we do on our first visit. And two to three weeks later, they're like, wow, we've already had some pretty significant changes and they're excited to go to the next step and dig deeper and really get to the root cause. So honestly, what I love is being able to make a huge difference in um, the quality of life. And I wanna try to be the change that I wanna see in society which is being able to open people's minds to more than what we're used to. So we're, more than what we're exposed to when it comes to education, more than what we're exposed to with big pharma and television ads about medications that are supposed to quote unquote solve problems, et cetera. Really broaden that scope. And I'm, I feel like I'm doing my part in trying to offer that to my little bit of the society. And hopefully that grows with extension, you know, the six degrees of separation, who's going to tell whom, and they all get this approach. And I think one day, hopefully we'll be more, a more empowered group of people who can be really rooting for themselves to figure out how to best heal themselves with, of course, um, you know, help from traditional physicians and these alternative physicians and really have an integrated approach to how am I going to be my best self every single day, not for myself, but more for my family or for my children or whatever that may be for the person involved. Mm. So describe to me, what, what kind of people do you see in your office? Well, I see all sorts of people. Um, usually I get the phrase, I'm just so sick and tired of being sick and tired. And it's kind of mm -hmm. funny because my mentor, Dr. Ash, uh, that was the name of his radio show um, for the years that he was doing it. We were just seeing the people that were so sick of going through the hamster wheel of seeing doctor after doctor and, you know, the 16 specialists and everyone's doing their narrow viewed approach of x problem but then dr a b and c are not talking to each other so the patient is still left kind of in limbo mm -hmm. and so the sick and tired is because nobody's connecting their dots they they go they get a little bit of a relief and then none of their problems are really solved those are the kind of patients i see i see people with like chronic autoimmune disorders you know they think their end-all be-all is being on uh, a biologic or some sort of immunosuppressant um, or like a prednisone continuously. And what does that do to you? It ruins your quality of life while it does decrease inflammation, which is really helpful. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't long-term resolve any issues. And 
my goal is really to help this person elevate their life from not having to be on rounds and rounds of prednisone or be on a biologic and try to see if we can use another bridge program to help modulate your immune function to become healthier and better and more thriving in their day-to-day life. Um, I see a lot of women really as mm. well, a lot of women. And, you know, we, we have a different society where I feel like women are now in the workforce full-time jobs or even part-time jobs are manning their homes are managing their jobs are managing their children. And, um, these women are just like, I mean, I have no energy left. Like, I'm just like, you know, I'm moving, yeah, I'm going through right? my motions. <laughs> right. And they're exhausted and their thyroids are unaddressed. Their adrenal glands are unaddressed. Their sex hormones, forget about it. It's like, you know, they're dead and they're like all wondering why their libidos are gone. And they're just like, <laughs> you know, um, just, day to day, they're just like struggling to survive. And so those are the kind of patients that I see, um, you know, people who really are like, well, I go to see my internist and I, or I go to see these specialists and I'm not really getting anywhere. I get a little bit of help with some things, but nothing overall is making me feel 20%, 40% or 50% better on a day to day basis for an extended period of time. Um, and so those are the kind of patients that I not only love seeing because I know I can deliver them the results, but that's what I tend to see because um, as I said, the missing the missing piece is connecting all the dots, and yeah. nobody's doing that. Yeah, true. So, what would the average age been been be of your clients? Um, I think that a majority of the patients that I see are probably anywhere from their late twenties, maybe even mid twenties, to you know, mid fifties, sixties. You know, the the population range kind of varies. A lot of young professionals. I see a lot of infertility, or you know young women that are like, you know, super demanding jobs, high stress, strung out, not being able to conceive because they have all these other variability um, factors that play into how they're going to, you know, have family planning. Um, I see young executives putting in 80 hours a week, you know, 60 hours a week to 80 hours a week. I mean, that takes a toll. It takes a toll on your body. And at some point, your your gas tank is running on E. And how long are you going to run on fumes before your body says, that's it, I'm done? Mm -hmm can't right. function anymore your you know your mind is like crazy you're irritable all the time you're not sleeping well and it just becomes this vicious cycle um so usually that age range of people however i do have some pediatric patients you know their parents are either patients or their parents know the pedi the the child's parents and have said hey maybe you should look into this approach but i would say it's kind of like a mid mid to late 20s to mid to late 50s early 60s kind of um clientele but that doesn't mean that anyone above or be below would not be a candidate for me it depends on what it is that they're looking for what they're suffering from and honestly after a consult i'm very honest if it's something that i can't help them with i always point them in the right direction so it's like i'm a glorified health manager i go mm -hmm. and help That's you find one, yes. Uh, find the right connection and then let's come back in reel it back in let's talk about it and let's figure out okay where are we going to go from here people have financial advisors things like that i'm your health advisor that's what right. i do because i know how to connect those dots and that's the way my mind works mm. two more questions and then i'll let you go um where do you see your practice five years from now well god willing i hope um i hope the practice has grown uh, to other cities or the model can be replicated in, you know, different parts of the country, but at least in New Jersey and the tri-state area, because I feel like there's enough people here that really need more of the integrative approach. And I want to be able to help 
um, help more people. And that requires building more of a team. And so I really think that in the next year to year and a half, I'm going to have other clinicians that are working with me, advancing their education and doing a functional approach. And collectively, we're going to help more and more people. And, you know, I, I hope that one day we're able to have like online tools to if people are not ready to go deep dive and they want superficial advice, even um, I'm working on my website to do like a, a little review, like, you know, let's answer 10 questions. What can you start doing right now? Even if it's in the middle of the night, you're insomniac and you're like, well, I'm just flipping through Instagram or my or my Facebook and, you know, I'm just so tired of it. And I see this ad. Well, you know what? We can start with very basic things. And so I hope that we can reach people on that level or we can reach reach people that are on the chronic pain and have chronic issues level and really help help kind of elevate people on whatever level they're looking for. So in five years, I think that we're going to I'm going to be leading a team of individuals and it's not just about me it's going to be about creating the team of people because it's a we approach not an i approach just like a team sport correct that we can get people better because it takes multiple people it's not just one Absolutely. so i hope Absolutely. to have that team and i think i will <laughs> i think you will too last question what do you enjoy doing to relax or to unwind what is it that you do in your past time or you know your uh, days off whatever what is it that you enjoy I love spending time with my kids. They drive me nuts. And, you know, I'm one of those working moms that, you know, has to be mindful of where I, where and how I spend my energy, but I follow my advice. I have my pill box, just like I tell my patients. Um, and when I'm juiced up and I have enough energy, I love enjoying um, time with my children. We play outside when it's nice. Um, I, I love sports. So when I'm outside, I love throwing the football with my son. I love, um, you know, teaching my daughter how to ride her bike, those kind of things. Um, I am very spiritual, so you know, going to my temple gives me a lot of spiritual peace and it gives me strength and contentment so that I can now recharge myself for a new week of new patients and being able to give them my very best. Um, and of course, spending time with my husband and family and friends. I mean, doing what every, every I guess, normal young adult would do. Um, th those are the things I like to do. I'm a very simple kind of person. I'm constantly thinking about work. So anytime I meet somebody, I can't even help myself but say, hey, this is what you can do to get better. <laughs> I'm sure my family and friends, if they ever listen to this podcast, they will be like, yep, that's her. That's her. <laughs> um, and I love dancing. For me, my dancing is my outlet. So mm. I love re refueling my energy and my internal happiness with just listening to some good music and getting some gro grooves out there. Grooves out there, right? So, Avi, if people want to reach out to you, what's the best way they can do that? Um, they can definitely connect with us uh, via office telephone number our main line is 732-719-6864 um, and check out our website because there's lots of different information to see where you fall in or even if it is to check out you know physician grade supplements things that are clean you know while the supplements are not fda uh, governed there is a difference between good quality and bad quality and whatever you're putting in your body you want to make sure it's good so if you check out my website which is www.wellnestnj.com You'll get a look at a um, list of supplements that are clean, approved by me, used over the years. Um, I know they have clinical efficacy because that matters a lot. Bioavailability and how they're going to work um, is very important. So, you know, you can start small, grow big, do my nutrition intake, or contact the office to see if you're a right fit for um, the practice. And I can help people who are struggling or people who even want to just optimize. I see a lot of people who 
say, hey, I'm feeling pretty good. I just want to know what else can I do to stay this way so that I don't age faster than I want to. Um, so check out the website, um, as I said, wellnessnj.com and or reach us at the office. And we do have a social handle and a Facebook handle, which I'm sure you'll put into some sort of link for the podcast. Absolutely. And, and I'm, I understand you have two locations, right? Yes, we do have two locations. Um, I'm currently in Matawan as my home base, and I am extending um, actually another office in uh, New Jersey. I'm going to be in the Edison area. And I also do have a Midtown New York office where I do a lot of like IV treatment services like that. And we offer telemedicine. So people near and far are all able to be a part of this program, regardless of whether you are in my vicinity or not. We can always create the program and find ways to execute should you not be here. So near or far does not make a difference. True. And you and you said your social media are, uh, contacts are through the wellness or is it just through Dr. Avi Patel? Uh, no, it's going to be it's going to be through the wellness and I'll share those with you so we can link them in the podcast. OK, very good. All right. I I listen. I, this is one one of the greatest uh, podcasts I've ever had with, with someone who I can completely share your emotions and share your your, your joy because I love what I do as well. And meeting you just has added more, more pleasure to, to my life. So I, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for helping me. And I'm sure you'll be able to help many others who are listening. So uh, thank you again for joining A Fit Life. Thank and you. I, and of course. And I, and I will see you soon, of course. So. See you. Thank you so much. <laughs> it was a pleasure. All right. Thank you, Avi. Take care. Take care. Well, that is it for this episode of A Fit Life. I want to thank again my friend, Dr. Avi Patel for a very interesting conversation and I hope you all enjoyed it as much as I did and if you did please subscribe and rate this show on iTunes we are available on iTunes Spotify Google Play Stitcher Luminary and TuneIn you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast any comments or questions you'd like to submit you can do so at Geraldo Meglera on Instagram and Twitter in closing, if you're interested in advertising on this show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. For a fit life, I'm Eraldo Meglara, here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.